We are I. I know I've talked about this time to time, you know, on this podcast about how I just had this real disdain for, you know, like the movement of the power of positive thinking and the, you know, the eternal optimist and always looking at things um, with the silver lining. Like I, I admit that I do this a lot in my life or I try to implement this in my life, but I also really try to implement first and foremost, and more importantly, just being a human being. And being a human being means that there's a lot of different emotions that you're going to go through in a day. Being a human being means that some days you're going to be grumpy and you're going to be grumpy all day. Some days you're going to wake up and you're going to be happy and you're going to be happy all day. Some days you're going to wake up and go through 15 different emotions in that day. That's what being human beings always been like. And that's who we are as human beings. And that's what we connect with. And I feel like the more that we get polarized in this direction that is eternal optimism and eternal utopia and you should always be this happy enthusiastic person that when we get there when we try to achieve that it pulls us away from all these other valuable emotions that we need to feel we need to experience this is all a part of our journey about being a human being and that's the experience that i'm looking for and that's the experience that we should all be looking for is how to just live a better human experience not a singular polarized version there's Nothing in life when we hyper-focus on one thing that has this great trickle-down effect in every other area of our life. It doesn't. Being eternally happy and always being that optimist and always turning the other cheek and always looking for the silver lining, that does not have a net gain in anybody's life. You can try to prove me wrong, but you're not right. You're not right. I know you want to be right, but you're not right. Like I look at it in my mind when I think of it, it is not my job to be sunshine and rainbows for everybody that I come across all day long, every single day. That is not my job. It's not my responsibility. It is not your job. It is not your responsibility either. Now, this doesn't make you pessimistic. That's the point. If you are not eternally happy, if you don't look at everything positive, that doesn't make you pessimistic. That doesn't make you a gray cloud. That doesn't make you that you're mad all the time or sad all the time or misery loves company. No, it doesn't. It puts you in the middle of both of those. Because after tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years or thousands of years, or whether you want to believe that God created you or the ground created you or that an asteroid created you or that you just happen to be here, Let me tell you what, we all have emotions, no matter where your origins are, no matter what your origins or where your origins came from, we all have multiple emotions. You have all of these emotions for a reason. They're directly tied into your intuition as a human being. Say, I feel this way. I feel this way because I'm a human being and I was born with many emotions and every single one of them is just as valuable as the other. Some of them we need more these days and some of them we don't. And tomorrow we need may need more of the ones we didn't today. But that doesn't mean that we don't need all of them. That doesn't mean that all of them aren't valuable. It doesn't mean that all of them aren't an asset to us as a human being. No, you should never polarize yourself on one side of any kind of conversation, no matter what it is, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, you should not. We know 
that this is what closed-minded thinking does. Then the best thinkers that have ever come around our planet today, historically in the future, have been open-minded, have been willing to accept that there's a lot of life that you just don't understand. How it takes questions, how it takes curiosity, how it takes exploration, how it takes hardship, how it takes the best utopian environment, how it takes all of these different situations in life to be able to form wisdom. Wisdom does not come from eternally being happy. Wisdom does not come from eternally being sad. Wisdom doesn't come from eternally being void of conflict. Wisdom does not come entirely from being immersed in conflict your entire life either. It comes from a combination of all those environments. True wisdom is experience. Experience is in everything. Experience is not one-sided, one category, one emotion, one environment, one religion, one aspect of life. It is not. It never will be. It should never be. We should not be striving for that. It's not. When we polarize ourselves in these kind of environments, we pull ourselves so far away from the human experience. And I believe this is what's tugging at us as human beings. This is what's internally tugging at us saying that we are not happy because you're not allowed to be able to be a human being. You have to be this version of utopia. And when you're not that version of utopia, you are not a functioning member of where we all should collectively be going. That is bullshit. Being a human being is constantly changing. It's ever evolving. It's like the most refined version down of continued evolution that we can really experience because we live in it. You live inside that biological entity that is changing all the time, whether your blood being changed or your, your micro gut biome being changed, your thoughts being changed, your body being changed. We are a constant influence of change which means that we have to adapt to that changing environment, which means that we can't stay stagnant in one pool, one environment, one emotional concept, one ideology. Because then that's when we become more mentally and emotionally and physically corrupt. We have to extend ourselves, our brain. We have to flex it. We have to condition it. Our emotions, we have to flex them. We have to condition them. Our body, we have to flex it. We have to condition it. We know that you have to experience experience to grow. If you believe that you have to have experience to grow mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, then you will know you have to experience emotions to emotionally grow, to be able to be emotionally intelligent. But when you live in one side, when you polarize yourself to one singular set of emotions or a topic of emotions, a collective of certain emotions, and you neglect it to understand that those other emotions that you need to feel are just as valuable. And you need to believe, you need to believe in the concept. You should believe in the concept that I cannot value love unless if I know how to hate and this is what I love about Dr. Jordan Peterson is he talks about these things and he's willing to publicly say and publicly be, be crucified for his ideologies because he's the one who can stand up and say like, yes, I want to hate. I need to hate because I want to value love. I need to know the, the difference. I need to understand the contrast. One is going to supply the other. Love is going to make me understand that I don't want to hate, but when I hate, when I have that intense emotion, it makes me value the love. There's always going to be that contrast.
So this is why I always have that internal conflict. It's always the reason why it burns my mind when I see people just promoting and constantly talking about the power of positive thinking and always being optimistic and the silver lining. It just drives me up the wall. Drives me up the wall. And this is a little snippet, a little snippet of the reason why. So let me ask you, do you value wanting to be this eternal utopian-like person? Or do you want to value being a human being? The choice is yours.